This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Amen. I would like to use this opportunity again to thank my pastor, to thank Mama for this opportunity again. Can we join us together? For the best pastors on the face of the earth i don't know but for me and i'm sure for a lot of us here they are the best pastors thank you for this opportunity i do not take it for granted hallelujah amen all right amen all right this morning i'm going to be taking us uh, on a short journey hallelujah now true scriptures from Genesis, we'll see what God has been doing with man. The Bible says God created man in his own image and in his likeness. God created man in his image and in his likeness. The first question is God created a lot of, I might just you know, say some of these stories offhand because I'm going far and I don't have enough time to cover everything. So, um, but we know this story, Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2. Um, so God began to create the world, right? And God began to say, let there be, and let there be, and let there be. And when it got to the time of man, God said, let us make man in our own image, in our likeness. Hallelujah. Um, how, why is it that it was when it got to man that God began to think of um, creating something or someone that looks like him. Hallelujah. Say, so let's create man in our own image or in our likeness. Our, or sorry, and in our likeness. Hallelujah. Are you following this morning? Now, when man was created and God put man in the garden and man began to, you know, keep the garden and all that and everything was going well and then God looked at Adam and said, it's not good for man to be alone and brought Eve and everything was still going well. Hallelujah. Am I making sense? Am I still correct so far? And so one day the serpent came and the serpent, um, you know, decided to give, like we say, um, Eve apple. The Bible didn't say apple. You know, I don't know why when we were young, you know, those are illustrated Bible stories. It's apple that they put there. But the Bible didn't say apple. Hallelujah. And um, from the tree that God said they should not eat from. And then they ate from it. And, you know, um, we know all the apple man fell and sin came into the world and all that. Am I making sense? Now, um, if I was God, thank God I'm not God. If I was God, I'll be like, these people are not serious. See the people I made in my image and in my likeness. Made them come out, you know. But even when God was going to chase Adam out of the garden, the Bible says God killed an animal and he used that, you know, the skin to cover them. Hallelujah. And then said they should go. Am I making sense now? And um, God didn't just leave them like that. God began to look for another man. Um, somebody to, you know, um, um, come into the place where Adam lost. And um, one day God looked at um, Noah. After these sons of men, they've done all manner of things. Scattered everywhere. <laughs> and God said, I need to clear these people. And he looked for a man. And he called Noah. And then built an ark for you know so many years built an ark the flood came um the flood receded and this this is just foundation and um noah um and his family came out and all that and again what happened 
this wonderful man decided to get drunk. Um, um, one of the sons saw his nakedness. He cursed the son. And then we are back to square one again. Hallelujah. You know, and you see on and on, God called Abraham, on and on, God called Moses, you know, on and on we see, we, we, we see that and God brought um, a people now, Israel, and said, okay, go, Moses, go and bring them out. Why was in God, yeah, you know, why did God keep looking for a man? Hallelujah. Amen. And then finally Jesus came. Somebody say Jesus came. Finally, Jesus came. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in John 3 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, right? Should no, should no longer be damned, should not perish, but have what? Eternal life. Hallelujah. And so we now see a new generation of people, a new species of people, right? But you can see it all through scripture, God at no point. At no point did God leave man. He, he kept, you know, looking for fellowship with man. Hallelujah. Amen. And, it was, you know, it's so powerful that the psalmist began to say, what is man that you are mindful of? What is it, God? What is it, God? Let's look at Psalm, um, Psalm 8. What is man that you are mindful of him? Please start from verse 1. Oh Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who has set your glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, um, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Verse 3 says, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the star, which you have ordained. How many of us, um, I don't know, even if you have if not done science, but you, you, you pay attention to stuff. How many of us, you are, you are heard by the um, magnitude of the creation of God? You think about the sun. You think about, do, do you know that compared to the sun, the earth is like a dot? You, are heard, you, you, you think about the universe and you are wondering, come on now, right? And then you think about the galaxies. You think about everything that God made. You look at the animals. I like watching um, documentary, animal documentaries. And you see the majesty that God put in the lion. You see the, the enormity of the elephant. You see what God has done. And then you look at this man. This man that I cannot even stand in front of a lion. I'll probably, no probably, I'll, I'm going to run. Right? So, hallelujah. And then, God didn't see to come and die for all of those things. As great and as mighty as they are, the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For not, not for the sun, not for the moon, not for the stars, not for the galaxies, but for me and you. So the psalmist says, I don't understand what is man. That you are mindful of him. What is the son of man? Uh-uh. Killing or not? Why do you keep visiting him? Hallelujah. Do you understand or do you know that the devil understands the value that God places in man? So God, the, the, the devil is not just looking at you and saying, ah, now that you are born again, congratulations. I will go and look for it. No. Hallelujah. I'm entering where I'm going, you know, gradually. Hallelujah. God has done so much, invested so much in us. He gave us himself. Hallelujah. But yet we are still in this three-dimensional world. Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. It's, we have this treasure 
but it's in every vessel. Hallelujah. So while we are still in this three-dimensional world, given the time frame that the devil has, he has sworn <laughs> that he will not relent. As much as he, he can do to any believer to make our lives miserable, he will do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says, the thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He does not come to come and shake you. The thief does not come to come and argue. Hallelujah. You know, when you do not understand that the devil is all out for you, you would assume that uh, uh, you will still be arguing. Eh, eh, do I need to uh, stop drinking? Eh, do I need to uh, not listen to a uh, bad, bad song? Eh, it's because you don't understand that you are in a warfare. Hallelujah. You don't understand that there is so much treasure in you. And even the, you know, the psalmist and the angels are saying, what is man? You know, but you are just walking up and I just think you just I'm born again now, and you are just living life as though that's how it is. No, hallelujah. You <laughs> hey amen. Am I making sense this morning? What is man? It looks like every other entity understands the gravity and the treasure in man, except man. Hallelujah. Looks like the angels, the demons, the, you know, everybody, the, even the creation, except man. Or should I say, particularly, except believers. Because now that we have received Christ into our life, that we have the life of Christ, the Bible says we are partakers of the divine nature. I say, what is man that you are mindful of him? How can how can God make us partakers of the divine nature? Who am I? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Partakers of the divine nature. And so the devil is looking at you and saying, eh, I'm going to test whether you know who you are. I'm going to make sure that who God has made you is not going to manifest on the face of the earth. And maybe when you get to heaven, but I'm going to show you Shege. Hallelujah. And unfortunately, a lot of us, through ignorance, we play into the hands of the devil. We just allow him to do what he feels like doing. But look at your neighbor say, you are expected to win. That's the title of my message this morning. You are expected to win. God didn't do all he did so that you can um, 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 be defeated every day, so that you can be trampled upon every day. No! Jesus didn't die and resurrect so that the devil can use me as football. Hallelujah! I am expected to win. Hallelujah! And God has given us all that we need to win. Hallelujah! Amen! Say God has given me all that I need to win. Hallelujah. The first thing that God gave to us, wrong use of word, the first person that God gave to us is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. We are looking as if we are not sure. 
John 14, 16. And I will ask the Father, please give me Amplified, and he will give you another comforter. Another comforter. Amplified helps us to see the dimensions that the Holy Spirit is coming with. Why will I win? Because Jesus is my helper. Why will I win? The Holy Spirit will comfort me. Why will I win? Excuse me. Why will I win? Because the Holy Spirit will cancel me. Why will I win? Because the Holy Spirit is my helper. Why will I win? Because the Holy Spirit is my advocate. Why will I win? Because the Holy Spirit is my intercession. It's my strengthener. It's my standby. Hallelujah. God, you know, Jesus said, I am going to the Father, but I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you as offense. I will send you Alos Prakletos, another comforter. Someone exactly like me. Hallelujah. Not an inferior. Amen. And the Holy Spirit came with the with 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 you know these dimensions hallelujah he is my comforter so even when for whatever for one reason or the other you know the devil gets me along the line bible says he's my comforter amen even when something happens that does not look like what you happen bible says he's my comforter he is my helper hallelujah do you know what it means to help if i need to carry this speaker and i cannot carry it you know and i call while and we carry it together he has helped me Hallelujah. It means that anything I need to do according to the will and plan of God, the Holy Spirit is there to walk with me. Hallelujah. I am expected to win. I have all it takes. I have the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, I have the Holy Spirit. He is my comforter. He is my helper. He is my strengthener. Even when I feel weak, whether in your spirit or in your body. Hallelujah. He is my strengthener. Amen. Hey, and the one I like is my standby. Hey, he's my standby. He's always there. He's not going anywhere. Hey, I have access to the Spirit of God every day. He's my standby. When my strength grows weak, it's my standby. <laughs> it's my standby. When I lose someone, it's my standby. Hey, hallelujah. When everything looks as it's going away, it's my standby. He's there. He's not going anywhere. I don't, I don't think you understand that. It's not like your clothes that you can put off. He's there. He's not going anywhere. If you are born again, the Holy Spirit is with you. And he's not going anywhere. He's walking with you all the days of your life. If you will just be observant. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. All you need to do is to constantly acknowledge the Spirit of God. Is there for you? Is there for me? Hallelujah! Can somebody shout Amen? Amen. Say, I have the Holy Ghost. He is in me. Hallelujah! Amen. Hey, I'm just starting. I'm just starting. Hallelujah! Amen. What else did God give us? Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. Amen. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
put on the old armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wait, wait there. If you go to NLT or Amplified, the, you know, sometimes, you know, wiles, it means the strategies of the devil. You see, I told you the devil is not sitting down. He's strategizing to make sure that your life does not look like what God wants. He's making sure that uh, even though you are born again, I'm going to push buttons to make sure that uh, you do not display the glory of God. That is what that scripture is saying. He says, so that we can stand against the wise of the devil. Next verse. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in every place. Next verse. He said, therefore, say therefore. Look at the neighbor, say therefore. Put on the whole armor of God. Tell your neighbor, say put on the whole armor of God. That's another thing that God gave us, the armor of God. Say, put on the old armor. Don't just leave it down. You know, you can have armor, you can have shoe, have clothes, and just leave it there and be walking like that. You know, but say, put on the old armor of God. He says, why? That you may be able to withstand the evil day. I told you the devil is coming for you. But you see, Bible says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You see, you just need to understand what God has done. It does not matter what the devil is planning. There is, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I thank you this morning because you have supplied us with all things that we need. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having on all to stand. Next verse. Hallelujah. Ah. <laughs> Amen. Therefore, guard your ways with what? with the truth having put on the breastplate of what righteousness next verse having shod your feet with what the preparation of the gospel of peace peace next verse above all say taking the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench the fairy darts of the wicked one next verse take the helmet of what salvation and what the sword of the which is the word of god next verse verse 18 Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance. Hallelujah. We put on the armor to withstand the strategies of the devil. Hallelujah. What is the belt of truth? It talks about what you believe. What you believe. What is the prevailing truth in your life? What do you believe? When you face issues, who do you believe? Whose testimony do you believe? Whose word do you believe? You don't need to answer me. You can answer me in your mind. Because many times we know that when we face situations, when we face circumstances, except you have, you have, you have allowed the, you know, the word of God to soak into your spirit where your first reaction many times has nothing to do with the scripture. Has nothing to do with what God wants. Hallelujah. Amen. The bed of truth. What do you believe? What truth are you standing on? What truth is guiding your life? How do you withstand the strategies of the enemy? You need to understand that the scripture is the truth. Sanctify us by your word. Your word is what? Hallelujah. 
The scripture what is the truth. Your life should be de defined and determined, orchestrated, directed by the scriptures. What do you believe? So how do you take on the armor of God? Number one, the belt of truth. Give your heart to the scripture. Let it be the pivot of your life. Let it be what God's, you know, what you will do and what you will not do. What is true for you and what is not true. When I was young, I used to argue a lot. You know, scriptures and all that. Then I discovered that a lot of people don't, that I'm arguing with don't actually believe that the scripture is the beginning and the end. Then I said, I mean, there is no point. Because if I'm talking to you about something, I am assuming, right, that we are coming from somewhere. Amen? So what's the point? <laughs> you know, the, um, um, many years ago, I was a teenager. I told, I told the lady, I said, she was talking and she said, the Bible says, um, money is the root of all evil. I said, that is not what the Bible says. It says the love of money. It says the lie. Okay, I showed her. She was arguing. I said, ah, ah, what's your problem? But you see, it might not, we might not say it out like that, but many of us, that's how we behave. We behave as though the scripture is not, it's just one thing that um, you might read and might not read. Pastor might preach for him. I mean, but this is the truth. How do you withstand the wives of the enemy, the strategies of the enemy? Take the belt of truth. Hallelujah. It says the bright breastplate of righteousness. That is who you are in the spirit. Hey, Bible says you are a new creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you take that on? Understand righteousness. Know who you are in the spirit. Understand righteousness. That you can stand before God without any guilt. Hallelujah. You can come before the throne of grace. Hey, boldly to come and obtain mercy and receive grace. Hallelujah. Understand righteousness. When the devil comes to you and tells you one thing, one thing, one thing. Say, I know who I am. I know who I am. I'm a child of God. I'm blood washed. Nothing that you do or say can change that. Hallelujah. Say, I'm blood washed. I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. I've got the seed of God inside of me. Being born again, not of the corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible. I am born again. I know who I am. I take the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Says the shoes of the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Say, put it on your feet. Put it on your feet. He didn't just say the shoes of the gospel. He said the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Understand and enter into the reality of the peace of God for your life. Know that it guarantees you left, right, and center. <laughs> Nothing can move you. Preach to yourself the gospel of peace. Preach to others the gospel of peace. Put it in your mouth always. Be always eager and ready to preach the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Listen, when you put the word of God in your mouth, always to preach, some things will even move away from you. Let me give you an example. If you preach a lot, you know, to your colleagues and all that, 
you know there are some things that they will not ask you to come and do. Uh-huh. That's how, that's part of how you t- you know you shut out the strategies of the enemy. There are some things they will not they will not ask you. They say this pastor, uh, hallelujah. Am I making sense this morning, or am I too fast? Hallelujah. Put on your feet. If you like sandal, you, you can imagine a sandal. If you like boots, you can imagine a boot. Shall put it on. Hallelujah. Amen. Say the shield of faith. What are the information that you act on? It's not enough to read the scriptures. It's not enough to read the scriptures. What do you, what, what, what moves you into action? What God is saying or what the world is saying? What determines who you are going to marry? What God said or what your emotion is saying? He said, this is how we quench the fiery dart of the enemy. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not take up the shield of faith, some things we need to you, hallelujah. And basically because we will, we by our actions, take ourselves out of the edge. What do you act on? What information drives your action? Hallelujah. The shield of faith. You know, some of these things, you can take them one by one, bit, but really there is no time, you know. It says the helmet of salvation. That's our assurance of being God's child. Do you know he's your father? Do you know? Do you understand the fatherhood? Hey, that's, that itself is another topic. You are, we are saved not just, not just for being saved sake. Right? We have been brought into the family of God. We are now, Bible says, we are joint heirs with Christ. So, see, see I'm, I'm a joint heir. Hallelujah. I'm a joint heir. You need to understand the fatherhood of God. Understand that you are his child. He says he has sent his spirit by which we call Abba Father. Father, Father. In other words, one of the things that happened when you received the life of Jesus is that you are now able to say, God is your father. You are now his child. And if you are his child and you understand it, it is one of the ways to stop the strategies of the devil. So he can't come and tell you something. He said, No, I'm God's child. No, I'm God's child. God's children don't behave like this. No, I'm God's child. I refuse to allow you to leave this sickness on my body. No, I'm God's child. No, I'm God's child. I'm going to excel in life because I'm God's child. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Say sword of the spirit, that is the word of God in our mouth, confessing, 
praying. And then that last verse says there that praying in the spirit with all manner of prayers. Come for victory. Make sure you pray. When you wake up, pray. When you're on the road, pray. When you're, when you're eating, pray. When you're in the office, pray. Look at anybody say, pray, oh. Pray, oh. Hallelujah. Regardless of if you have plenty of money, pray. If money is running away, pray. If you are feeling very healthy, pray. If you are feeling sick, pray. Hallelujah. If you got promotion, pray. If you want promotion, pray. Hallelujah. God, you need your pray. You want to need your pray. Am I making sense this morning? Pray. Says all manner of prayers. Supplication in the spirit. Hallelujah. Pray in tongues. Pray in your understanding. Pray, 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 pray. Say pray. Say I will pray. I will pray. Hallelujah. Amen. So that I can run down. Let me just leave the armor. I what of that set of things that did God give us? Say the gift of the Spirit. The gift of the Spirit. Hallelujah. I can't finish. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm just going to run through them. First Corinthians chapter 12. Let's start from verse 4 for time. Amen. Say there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit... There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of our weight here. For the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. For what? Do you have um, um, New Living Translation? I, want, I just want to see something. New Living Translation, this particular verse. For the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one of us for the profit of all. Hallelujah. Let me just open up here. I just want to say something. All right. Yes. It says, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit. This amplified, but it's good. Um, for what? The common good. Hallelujah. Say, I'm expected to win. Another set of powerful capacity and capabilities that God gave us. The gift of the Spirit. And he says, he has given these things for our good. Say for my good. Look at the boy, say for your good. Hallelujah. Next verse. You can go back to NKJV, please. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit... To another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. Next verse. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, the workings of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, designing of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Let's end there. Hallelujah. The gift of the Spirit. God has equipped us, 
by his own spirit with all this i know that in these days and of course <laughs> because there are so many is the yoruba that's coming to my heart there are, there are so many <laughs> there are so many let me use that word but when was the last time someone came to your house and they, as they were going you said let us pray and as we were praying there was a word of knowledge because see god did not give us so that we, are, we would just know it in our head though. it is part of what god gave us for victory hallelujah and as we and as we pray i see what god is saying about his next job and i tell him hallelujah prophecy comes and i deliver it many of us we are waiting until we carry mike on stage and you not say hadua we are not serious when was the last time bible says where two or three are gathered when was the last time you allowed the holy spirit to walk through you to display or to use any of his gifts or you think it's just for pastors hallelujah he didn't say for pastors there he said to everyone and it's for the good of all hallelujah so when you are not allowing the holy spirit to walk through you you are depriving someone else hallelujah amen the prophecy in your mouth the word of knowledge in your mouth the word of wisdom in your mouth when is it going to come out when are you going to start deploying it for the good of the person beside you for the good of your mom for the good of your dad for the good of your siblings for the good of your office hallelujah so you meet someone and your brother says this person i want to marry and the gift of the summer of kicks in and you know that hey wada, wada, when hallelujah god has given us all this and much more see i'm expected to win even so far you can see how much god has given you am i right so why will you not win hallelujah why will you allow the devil to beat you down hold you down say i'm expected to win can we rise up to our feet this morning hallelujah i'm expected to win father thank you for your holy spirit thank you for giving us your comforter hey our helper our standby our strengthener thank you for the armor thank you for the armor that you have given us thank you for the gift of the spirit lord we give you all the praise we give you all the adoration thank you lord jesus in jesus name we pray thank you for being a part of our broadcast you know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make jesus christ the lord of your life coming into christ is beyond joining a church is beyond a religion it is joining god's family and that is done when you believe in christ jesus so i just want to lead you right away now if you are if you want to give your heart to christ just say after me say lord jesus i believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins i accept you as my lord and my savior and from today i belong to you if you have said those words will be late you are born again you are part of god's family right now you can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.